0: The following is a presentation of Great Mission Ministries and produced by Cave Media. This is the Kingdom Hero Show with Stace Massengill.
1: Welcome to the Kingdom Hero Show, folks, where Christ is King and the truth matters. Our mission, as always, is to advance the Kingdom of God by shining the Kingdom light everywhere we go. On today's program, how to spot the phonies and the liars that want to dupe you into giving them full control or, you know, hoodwink you, pull a wool over your eyes, whatever. Um, How can we know who is really trustworthy and who isn't? Who's telling the truth? Who's lying to us? Over the last few years, we've we've heard a lot of empty promises and uh, seen a lot of shady people getting away with hoodwinking the public. But even during all of this, you know, there were those who tried to warn us about what was really happening. Unfortunately, those voices of truth were greatly drowned out by violence and censorship and distraction. How did some see the truth when others failed to? we're going to talk about this today and look at some ways to train ourselves to see through the lies that are being thrown at us every day. But first subscribe to my rumble channel Uh, you'll find the link on our official website there thekingdomlight.com that's thekingdomlight.com and by the way while you're there on the website go ahead and click the link Uh, you'll find a link there for visiting the kingdom storehouse that's the kingdom storehouse go there and get yourself some kingdom gear uh, some great items for gifts or for yourself go ahead and check that out all right you ready Let's do this.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to
1: Let the Kingdom Heroics Begin. All right, as we begin the show, I'm often reminded of a scene from Tim Burton's Batman movie in 1989. You probably remember this, many of you. Jack Nicholson is playing a famous comic book villain character called the Joker. And he's on the streets of Gotham City with giant balloons and music and fanfare during Gotham's 200th anniversary parade. Now, the Joker himself, he's trying to portray himself as one of the good guys instead of the evil character, of course, that he is. He's, he's dancing around and he gets everyone's attention, and then he and his crew begin tossing fistfuls of cash into the crowds of onlookers. Of course, they're grabbing it up as fast as they can, right? Who doesn't like free money? Soon after, he grabs a microphone, and he says this. And
2: now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Hubba, 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 money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is the Batman? (laughs) washing his
1: tights! <laughs> now, to put this in perspective, uh, the proper perspective, this is what uh, is known as the carrot and the stick. The carrot being the offer of so-called free money. Uh, and for those who are fully aware, of course, that the Joker is indeed a bad guy, um, they would automatically suspect that he's up to no good throwing out free money. What's that? He's... He's a bad guy. Okay, he's got to be up to something. But to the greedy folks and the unsuspecting masses, he's a savior. He's giving them free money. Now we've seen the carrot, but soon we would see the stick.
2: Mask. Mask! Put him on there! And now... comes the part... Where I relieve you, the little people, of the burden of your failed and useless lives. But, as my plastic surgeon always said, if you gotta go, go with a smile. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is when the Joker and his cronies release a, t- a toxic gas on the city, which would have killed everyone, right? Of course... Batman swoops down in his bat plane, and, you know, he tows the balloons carrying the poison gas safely away from the citizens of Gotham City. Yay! Batman's our hero. But are you following me here? Okay, don't we see the exact same kinds of villainous antics as, as the Joker uses, used by our own corrupt politicians to appear good? when their motives are actually bad. Now, frankly, I think that this scene we just showed you from Batman is really the perfect analogy of this. Now, along with many of you, I grew up being taught that there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? Everybody's heard that. Uh, But we now have a couple or so generations of people who weren't given that insight, So when they see someone in D.C. handing out free money, they don't realize it's a scam. They see the carrot, but they don't suspect the stick. And by the time it hits them, well, it's too late. No, Batman isn't going to swoop down and save you. Sorry. Over the last few years, we saw many good companies get shut down um, to the point that they went out of business completely. Now, I know this from experience because I lost a good job during the pandemic for this very reason. Uh, And during that time, people got depressed. Some even committed suicide. Uh, The general populace fell on hard times and became, well, more dependent upon government subsidies and the like. While some thought that the government was their savior for giving them these, you know, relief checks... To help them get by. Most of us most of us found that well those checks helped very little in the short term and hardly at all in the long run because prices went up on necessities. Our corrupt politicians claimed the price increases were nothing more than big corporations gouging us and taking advantage of a bad situation. But the the truth though is that whenever government which produces nothing, by the way, gives currency away, it's actually returning a teeny tiny portion of the money that it took from you in, in taxes in the first place. Uh, but usually, in order to offset the money it distributes, government will simply print more cash. See, they can do that. After all, they, they aren't going to take the loss, right? Right? But by introducing more money, we've talked about this before, by introducing more money into the economy without producing anything, introduce more money, produce nothing, what happens? Natural result. Inflation is the result. And this is simple economics. And those who understand it and speak out about it get immediately silenced whether it's an offer of relief checks or free health care or even, yes, even student loan forgiveness, it's all a sham. A government which produces nothing cannot give you anything for free. Period. It's just not possible. Somewhere, somehow, the carrot is always followed by the stick. But after decades of what Rush Limbaugh used to call the dumbing down of America, the fundamental basics that we used to learn in high school economics is completely alien to the masses who keep electing these crooks and never questioning, never questioning the fact that they, these crooks in D.C., are always blaming others for the messes they keep making. So the question is, how do we put a... spotlight on these con artists from the start how can we not only know who to trust but who's just blowing smoke well i'm glad you asked so let's get into that and since i'm approaching this from a christian perspective i'd say that the first step is to pray for discernment And once again, prayer should never be just a last resort. It should be the first thing we do, always, every single time. Before anything else, pray. And in this case, we need to ask God to give us the ability to discern whether someone is being truthful or attempting to mislead us, and ask Him to to help us uh, see the clues, the telltale signs. That indicate when a person is being less than honest. This may, you know, come to us simply as a a tug within our spirit, an intuition, or divine knowledge that something isn't right. Do you ever get that feeling? "Eh, Something here's not right. But it's also important to read the Bible daily. Now, what does reading God's Word have to do with knowing who to trust or not? Well regular intake of the scripture feeds our spirit with truth, whether it's a biblical story uh, you know, an account of one person trying to put a fast one over on someone else, or even just some affirmation of Christ as Lord of our lives. This discipline of reading the Bible daily, this discipline is very beneficial um, in strengthening our minds with godly knowledge it fortifies our our minds. And the more you do it, the better it will help you to, it'll, it'll help build up your ability to live and think more heavenly minded. Number three, arm yourself with knowledge. Now, similar to step two, this involves pouring into yourself an accumulation of facts, not just not just from anywhere though. For for this don't just use one or two sources of, you know, news. Be careful of simply taking what one source tells you as truth. Most media outlets nowadays have their own agenda. We have to be aware of that and also be aware of when they are giving you a specific take or a side of a situation or story rather than an unbiased offering of facts. Now, if they seem to be telling you what conclusions to make, they could be misleading you. And they probably are. Gather enough unadulterated facts to form your own opinion. Which leads us to number four, think for yourself. As stated in the last step, don't take any one source as the God's honest truth, unless it's the Bible itself. Too often today, What sells itself as journalism is really one side's opinion. Any news outlet that tells you what to think isn't doing the job it's supposed to do. And likewise, any politician who says it's the government's job to stop misinformation is lying to you. that Just outright. Because that's not the job of government. And it never has been that person who tells you that is effectively telling you that you're not intelligent enough to think for yourself and determine when information is true or false. You just can't do it. So we have to do it for you. No, you have the capability. You just need to develop it. And only a corrupt individual would say otherwise. When you practice these things, these four things I just mentioned, you will cultivate a keen insight within yourself and find it easier and easier to spot lies as soon as you hear them. In fact, I would submit to you that with the kind of spiritual discernment that you can gain by doing these four things, when you are so close to God and and you know f- filled with his holy spirit, armed with knowledge and facts, you often can spot liars before any words even leave their lips. Now, There are some people that when you look at them, you just know they can't be trusted. And don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about prejudging someone, but I'm talking about having a discernment and knowing that you know that you know. Let's look at uh, scripture in the Bible here in Philippians chapter 1 verses 9 and 10. It says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. We are to seek out this kind of knowledge and discernment for our benefit and to remain pure and blameless. That's what the scripture says. And if you're satisfied, though, you know, with simply feasting on whatever someone's spoon feeds you, uh, then you're not exercising wisdom. Such thinking, in fact, is childish and immature. Let's look at Hebrews 5 verses 13 and 14. It says, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil." See, without the meat of God's word uh, on a daily basis, and constant practice and training in how to tell good from evil, we cannot grow into adulthood as people of God. Furthermore, we will be easy prey for anyone who wants to lead us astray. Those who mislead us, though, aren't the only ones to blame in that case, because it's also we who fail to move on from milk to solid food, uh, from the narrative that comes so easily to the real knowledge the real knowledge that must be attained through effort what am i saying well in other words we can't afford to be intellectually lazy and let someone else do our thinking for us stick around folks we're going to take a quick break and come right back with some truly fantastic video clips you don't want to miss right after this
3: Bible teaches that you are a body. You have eyes and you have ears and you have a nose and you have a tongue and you have feet and you have hands. You're a
4: body. But
3: the Bible teaches also that you are a living soul. And the Bible teaches that your body is temporary. Your body is going to go to the grave, but your soul is going to live forever and ever. Your soul is eternal. And Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Many of you have gained part of the world. You've never gained all the world. But Jesus said if you gained all the pleasure and all the wisdom and all the riches in the whole world and lost your soul, you would have made a poor bargain.
0: And now, back to the Kingdom Hero Show. What do you mean you don't work for me?
3: You're hired. Now that you're hired, you're fired. Now that you don't work here, we can be friends. Now that we're friends,
4: how come you never call? Some friend you are.
0: Here's your host, Stace Massengill.
1: Okay, in keeping with the theme of uh, who should we trust and how do we spot those who can't be trusted, I want to share just a few uh, video clips with you. And let me preface this first one by saying, when a government official frames everyone uh, who disagrees with him as a threat to America, you really shouldn't trust him. Watch this.
4: The Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people.
1: First, I have to point out the obvious evil overtones present in the optics of this speech an American president in front of a dark backdrop with glowing red highlights just shouts fascism communism evil overlord you name it and believe me those who put this event together are fully aware of how it would look uh, and the psychology of, of the psychological impact of it Optics do matter, so don't dismiss it. Secondly, though, he clearly states here, you heard him and I heard him, he stated that all of us who believe in making America great again, MAGA people who supported Trump, he says we are a threat to the country. Uh, No, we may be a threat to uh, the leftist narrative and the deep state, but we're not a threat to america that's absurd so absurd in fact <laughs> that biden later backtracked on this ridiculous assertion watch
3: mr. president do you consider
4: mr president do you consider all trump supporters to be a threat to the country No, everyone come on that case, i don't consider any trump supporter a threat to the country I do think anyone who calls for the use
2: of violence will be to contend violence against you and to acknowledge that an election has been won.
1: Blah, blah. No, what I was really saying was... Right, whatever. Okay. I don't think I can trust what this man says for a number of reasons. Not the least of which... <laughs> is that he backtracked on what he had clearly asserted previously. This was a very divisive speech uh, in which a sitting president called half the country a threat. So let's look at this reaction from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
4: Overnight polling must have been really bad for Biden's big fascism speech. Given the whiplash he gave everybody today, what was your initial reaction when you first heard what he said? Well, I thought it was one of the most uh, disgusting speeches an American president has ever given. He uh, ran as being a unifier, and he's basically saying to the vast majority of the country that disapproves of him uh, that they're effectively a threat to the Republic. He daughters. He lashes out. Uh, but at the end of the day, his policies are why there's so much opposition to him. He came in and he opened the border and we've seen what a disaster that's been. He kneecapped American energy. We've seen how that's hurt millions and millions of people across our country. They've inflated the currency. We have one of the worst inflations we've had in over 40 years. So, of course, people are going to be upset at all the wreckage that he's left in his wake. He is the American Nero. He's a failed leader. And I think that he is doing this because he's trying to energize his base to fend off uh, a real butt whip in this November. Uh, Governor, to what do you attribute the flip flopping here? Is this senility or is this self-preservation because he saw the polling on this speech and the reaction? Look, it's been said that the president of the United States is whoever is feeding his teleprompter. And Mm -hmm. so they fed that teleprompter in in Philadelphia last night and he angrily delivered that speech and lashed out at his fellow countrymen. Today, he was asked off the cuff and he said something totally opposite. But I note, Raymond, they're tweeting from his account The same nasty stuff that he said Mm -hmm. last night. And so I think the people that are in control of the White House uh, want to drive this message uh, that people that dissent from his policies are somehow second class citizens. And think about it. They've been willing to mobilize the administrative apparatus of government to go after people they don't like. Remember, this time last year, Mm -hmm. they were imposing vax mandates. They wanted people to lose their job based on getting an mRNA shot or not. And unfortunately, I think the weaponization of this government is something, when you talk about 87,000 IRS agents, who's that gonna go after? Mm. It's gonna go after the people that he was attacking in his speech last night.
1: He brings up a great point. Um, Who do you think those 87,000 IRS agents are going to target? Who do you think they're coming after? Uh, you're
3: going to hear this. Certainly, they represent in uh, the news. another extension the of the deep state power over the people. Phone, Especially it when it was around me as a hundred and seven uh, thousand IRS phone. agents. Business, to be armed. With, um,
1: Why do you um, think the way they've done it is
3: weaponized
1: needs to the be FBI? Armed.
3: Um, huh. What about the FBI? I don't have a computer. Everything I've ever met phone, everything was on there, has become.
1: Has and become by like the order not to stop. Don't tell anybody. Okay, okay I will. utilized by the deep state to go after Donald Trump himself, as well as anyone and everyone who supported him. The latest of which, in fact, being Mike Lindell of My Pillow.
3: Ah, uh, you're going to hear this, and you're probably already hearing it in the news. The FBI came after me and took my phone. They surrounded me at a Hardee's and uh, took my phone that I run all my business everything with um, um, they could have just what they've done is weaponize the FBI um, it's disgusting I don't have a computer everything I do have that phone everything was on there and, uh, um, and they told me not to tell anybody here's an order not to don't tell anybody okay I won't
1: <laughs> <laughs> we hear you Mike and uh, don't worry we won't tell anyone either it's crazy What's going on in this country, which is this country is supposed to be a beacon of freedom for the world. And this kind of garbage is happening. So if you don't support the efforts of the current regime, and if you disagree with the approved narrative, you are the enemy, folks. You. You're the bad guy. Now, does this sound like it's coming from people... You can trust, or people who want to silence you. People who want to tell you to shut up, take a back seat, let them handle it. Hmm. A reporter tried and failed trip up carrie lake recently uh carrie lake is by the way is a former journalist herself who is currently running for governor of arizona now the question that was posed to her was an attempt to compare biden's dividing the nation with trump doing the same but carrie wasn't buying it and in fact her response check this out folks her response is golden you said you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it?
5: How does that divide the country? Questioning questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the uh, legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We're, we have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're gonna save that Constitution, and we're gonna bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that.
1: Nailed it. Now, this next clip is just insane. In it, Georgia Congressman Hank Johnson first spouts a bunch of the false narrative regarding what happened on January 6th of 2021. They still claim that it was an insurrection by a horde of MAGA Republicans um, converging on the Capitol uh, when we've already seen video evidence of Antifa members dressed up as Trump supporters organizing and executing this fake raid on the Capitol. But here is Hank, bless his heart, here's Hank regurgitating the same old J6 lies. And then, and then I want you to notice he speaks of the concerned parents, you know, who showed up at school board meetings to voice their concerns about CRT and other divisive garbage being taught to their kids, likening them, those parents, to the January 6th horde of insurrectionists, as though those parents were a bunch of MAGA insurrectionists themselves. It's unreal.
3: Um, January 6, 2021 will never be forgotten, an infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in an insurrection. Uh, They occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed, hundreds injured, including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers attacked and bludgeoned. Um, uh, It was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings uh, after January 6th, like January 6th, disrupting meetings. It was a coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Americans won't forget about it. School board um, members, teachers, administrators subjected to violence, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation.
1: Okay, I just just have to say that if you you believe anything that comes out of this man's mouth, you truly need to exercise the four steps I spoke of earlier, and I'll, I'll go over them again here in just a minute. Let us not forget that this, this guy, is, 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 this is the same, this is the same man, and I still can't believe it, but it's true. This is the same man who once expressed his fears, his concerns that the island of Guam might tip over and capsize due to overpopulation. I mean, how is this guy even still holding public office? I'm serious. He actually said Guam would could just, you know, flip upside down, like like the island is floating out there, you know, like some ship or something. He said it. okay. And I, I'm not going to just breeze by this because I know that there are still some people out there who are not well-informed and are not armed with the facts. And don't believe me when I say that Hank Johnson made such an incredibly stupid stupid assertion. But he did, and here's the proof, so see for yourself.
2: This is an uh, island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest uh, uh, location, it's uh, seven miles uh, uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? Uh, I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 24 miles long, about seven miles wide at the least widest Place on the island and about 20 about 12 miles wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island and um, I don't know how many square miles that that is do you happen to know I don't have that uh, figure with me sir I can certainly supply it
5: to you if you'd like
2: yeah my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The, uh, the Guam population, I think, currently about 175,000. And again, with 8,000 Marines and their families, it's an addition of about 25,000 uh, more uh, into the population. The whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that.
1: I know. It's unbelievable. I mean, it, it's unbelievable that anyone so lacking in intelligence could make it into public office, let alone stay there for years and years. But back to my point. I'm sure I had one, <laughs> though. I'm still distracted by the sheer idiocy on display there. Anyway, yes, my point, pay attention to these people who try to deceive you. They quite often will show you very quickly how untrustworthy they are. And yes, sometimes they show you how unintelligent they are. Once again, how can you know who to trust and who not to? Number one, pray for discernment. Ask God to equip you with spiritual, uh, spiritual insight. Number two, read the Bible daily. Consume truth from God's word to build up heavenly knowledge and wisdom which will contribute to your own powers of discernment. Number three, arm yourself with knowledge seek out multiple sources of facts rather than simply the spoon fed narrative echoed by all the puppets in the mainstream media. And number four, think for yourself. And I can't stress this enough, folks, do not do not let others do your thinking for you or tell you how you should think or what you should believe. Gather enough facts and biblical insight to make your own sound decisions anyone who treats you like you're incapable of doing that incapable of doing your own thinking anyone who, t- who tries to treat you that way is trying to deceive you simple as that and remember once you realize that you're being lied to you must also realize that those who do this are agents of evil okay the the Bible says that Satan is the father of lies and the truth is not in him. When he speaks lies, he is speaking his native tongue. So learn to discern and always seek truth. I'm just saying.
0: Thanks for being with us for the Kingdom Hero Show with Stace Massingill. Remember to subscribe to our Rumble channel and join the Kingdom community on Locals.com for exclusive content. You'll find links to all this and more at KingdomHero.net. That's KingdomHero.net. This program is a presentation of Great Commission Ministries and a production of Cave Media.
5: We have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that.